Not a mounted dildo, but a fuck machine. Written by Naro Moreau and Summer of Spock. Read by Literarian. Chapter 7 So, Aziraphale began as his tea steeped on the counter. He toyed with the tag on the string of the teabag and cleared his throat. Crowley set down the cereal box. He was only half done filling his bowl, but he didn't like the tone of Aziraphale's voice. Nervous. Warning. What is it? Agnes wants... Aziraphale glanced up at him and then went back to staring pointedly at his teabag. She asked to have a video date, since we're getting more serious. Crowley's heart slammed against his ribs like it wanted to get out. Oh, uh, nice, he said, words tasting like cardboard. When? Tomorrow, Aziraphale said. He didn't sound excited. Or did Crowley simply think he didn't sound excited? Did Crowley not want him to sound excited? I know we usually have our... um, on Fridays, but... Nah, it's fine, Crowley said blithely, even as his chest continued to ache. It wasn't a feeling of success for his friend. He didn't like how it left him breathless. We can reschedule. Aziraphale frowned and looked on the verge of saying something before he came around the counter to dispose of the teabag. Yes, I... I suppose you're right. His eyes flickered to Crowley and the ache in Crowley's chest climbed up into his throat as if his heart was beating there. He hooked a finger into Aziraphale's belt loop and tugged. Maybe we could reschedule to right now, Crowley said, and the feeling inside him quieted as Aziraphale moved easily into his arms. Are you always horny? Aziraphale asked lightly, hands on either side of Crowley's hips, trapping him against the counter. You found me out. <sighs> he trailed off into a moan as Aziraphale kissed his neck, sucking that perfectly sensitive spot on his collarbone. Aziraphale had learned so much in the last six weeks. He'd gone from awkward and nervous to this confident person who knew exactly how to take someone apart. How to take Crowley apart. Kiss me, Crowley gasped, sinking his hands into Aziraphale's hair and tugging lightly. 
he didn't have to ask twice, finding himself thoroughly kissed immediately. Aziraphale licking into his mouth and sucking on his tongue in a way that turned his legs into a useless puddle. It didn't matter, though, because Aziraphale was holding him up one second and then lifting him onto the counter the next. He distantly heard the cereal box fall over and the cornflakes scatter. He wrapped his legs around Aziraphale's waist and clutched at his back, exploring the shift of his shoulder blades, the way his muscles moved, the shape of his body, solid against Crowley, and holding him close as they kissed. Crowley let himself be lost to it, to the sway of their bodies, to the rush of blood between his legs. He tipped his hips into Aziraphale's, thoughts flashing back to the last time they had come together, the delicious stretch of Aziraphale just barely inside him, the desperation of it, the needy cry of his body for more, and then the slip of Aziraphale's come down his thighs, and the way he had felt entirely wrung out, entirely used. As good as pegging had been, it had never been like that. Aziraphale's hands crept up under his shirt and slid over his waist, thumbs scraping over the underside of his ribs and raising goosebumps. He wanted to be naked, to feel Aziraphale's cock against his, dripping and hot and undeniable. To be somewhere he didn't have to think or feel any of the strange, confusing things going on inside his head, now that Aziraphale had a date. Now that they might have to stop doing this. He tore his mouth away from Aziraphale's. Bedroom. Aziraphale let out a groan of approval, stepping back to let Crowley hop down from the counter. Crowley grabbed his hand and dragged him across the room, and the minute they were inside his bedroom, he tore at Aziraphale's jumper. Off! Everything off, he demanded, licking a wet stripe up Aziraphale's throat. Aziraphale pushed him back onto the bed and pulled his jumper over his head. Greedy thing. If it gets you naked and on top of me, sure, Crowley replied. He reached for Aziraphale's belt and was foiled when Aziraphale pulled at Crowley's shirt. He allowed him to take it off, and then it was a flurry of hands and undone buttons before Aziraphale pushed him back against the pillow's warm chest against his. The touch of his skin was euphoric, a contact high, a sweet relief. 
He scraped his teeth over Aziraphale's bottom lip as their legs tangled and savoured the little rumbling sound Aziraphale made in his chest. He pushed up into the heat of Aziraphale's cock against his hip and groaned when Aziraphale reached between them to stroke him. Can we... Crowley broke off and pushed into his hand. Aziraphale always took care of him. He shouldn't be this greedy. What do you need? Aziraphale asked, twisting his hand on the upstroke, his breath gusting sweet and hot over Crowley's collarbone. Whatever it is, I'll give it to you. Finger me, Crowley said. A flush stole down his neck, but Aziraphale didn't even hesitate. He kissed Crowley once, deep and devastating, and then pulled back, face flushed, lips swollen. Crowley's heart seized, painfully. He was gorgeous. Something was happening in Crowley's chest. A cracking behind his ribs, a slip of the foundation as the cornerstone of everything he held true began to break apart. Turn over, Aziraphale said, kissing the words into Crowley's neck. Crowley did and went down on his elbows, waiting and biting back a whine. His stomach twisted hot, tight with need, as he heard Aziraphale behind him, a soft shuffle on the bedsheets. His thighs quivered when broad, rough hands palmed his ass, groped him, spreading him open, thumbing his rim, and turning his spine to liquid. He knew how he must look like this asshole twitching, spine curving, on all fours in wanton invitation. He'd been on the other side of it, knew how enticing it was, how it made the body ache with the desire to sink inside, and wondered how deeply Aziraphale would feel that very same want. You look lovely, Aziraphale breathed out. One hand skated up to Crowley's waist, curling around it as his thumb dragged down the stretch of Crowley's crease and pushed against his rim. Oh, Crowley! Fuck! Crowley groaned. The angle of his shoulders shifted, pressing his arms harder against the mattress, and he bunched at the sheets in desperation. It was entirely too honest a need, too raw in its intensity, but he didn't care. Whatever odd things he was worrying about, Agnes, those feelings, the fleeting quality of this arrangement, they were 
disappearing in the face of this pure want and the knowledge that Aziraphale would take care of him, would give and give and give until Crowley was fully taken apart. The snick of the cap of lube meant he was about to be given what he wanted. That breach, that delicious ache he'd experienced just for a bit while having Aziraphale inside him, if only slightly. His cock hung heavy between his legs, already aching. A thick string of precum dripped down from the tip and dirtied the sheets. Can I? Should I? Aziraphale pressed a kiss on the warmth of his back, voice gravel rough. Yes, yes, please, your fingers, inside, inside. Crowley hitched his hips back, trying to press against every inch of Aziraphale he could find, unable to think about anything that wasn't how those thick fingers felt inside him, the way they filled him, how Aziraphale's breath sounded when he touched him. Words escaped him, unable to latch on to one another. Aziraphale made a deep, airy noise. Slick fingers rubbed over Crowley's asshole in gentle circles, but didn't press inside. Crowley whined and pushed back against Aziraphale's hand, only to be stilled by a tight grip on his hip bone. In me, please, please, he begged, not allowing the swirling thoughts in his head to take root, as Aziraphale held him upright and still. Finger me open, wanna feel you. Aziraphale huffed a moaning breath. Crowley. The tip of one finger dipped inside, and a pool of heat expanded through Crowley's stomach like wildfire. Still not enough, not enough. He thought of the stretch of the dildo, of the sweet push of Aziraphale's cock, like last time, of how much he had wanted to feel Aziraphale all over, even as Aziraphale retreated and rubbed circles over his entrance. Then Aziraphale pushed all the way down to the knuckle, and Crowley gasped, back-arching. Angel, angel, so good, please, I want, could you? Aziraphale slowly fucked him with his finger and patted his thigh with his other hand, tender and caring as always. You'll probably be one of those stupidly considerate lovers. His own words echoed in his mind, and he tried to bite off the wine at the idea that it was true. Of course it was. But maybe this was the last time he would be the focus of it. 
the last time he would feel Aziraphale like this. Crowley pushed the thought away, focused on the brush of Aziraphale's hard cock against his buttocks. A moan shoved out of his mouth as the need inside him grew. He wanted so much. How could he not? What do you need? Aziraphale asked, voice breathy, tenuous. Tell me, Crowley. Like last time, put it in me. Crowley rasped with a hard rush of desperation, back curling down as Aziraphale's fingers froze in their slow movements. Just the, just the tip. Aziraphale let out a long, shuddering breath and pulled away. Cold worry began to wash away Crowley's arousal, but then he felt a wide, blunt press against his rim. Like this? Aziraphale asked tightly, cock pushing against Crowley's entrance in slippery pulses as Aziraphale gently thrust against the tight ring of muscle, not even breaching him, just rubbing the head over Crowley's loop-slicked hole. Crowley could picture it. Aziraphale naked behind him, body flushed, hard cock against his ass. Watching the greedy clench of Crowley's hole around air, the evidence of how much he wanted this. He gripped the sheets and moaned, dizzy with arousal. Yes, put it in, please, please, he babbled, ass tightening, body begging for more. Just the tip. Aziraphale's voice was a thin, reedy thing. Yes, yes, just a little. And then Aziraphale pushed inside, cockhead catching and stretching Crowley open on his girth. He was so much bigger than the toy. Better. Warm and slick. It sent waves of sensation all down Crowley's spine, curling his toes, making his hair stand on end. His eyes rolled back in his head and he gasped into the mattress, mouth open in a wet moan against the pillowcase. It was a perfect, life-altering and needful thing to be speared open like this. Aziraphale's fist was pressed against his ass, where he was controlling his movements, pulling his cock in and out, rubbing it over Crowley's rim, pushing it back inside. Crowley needed it. His cock ached with the building heat of a desire for more. You feel so good, he groaned, pushing his face into the sheets. You feel 
Aziraphale said between huffed breaths of effort. Hot, oh, Crowley, you're so tight, I can't. His hand left his cock, moving to Crowley's ass to spread him open wider. Probably to watch the way Crowley's furled rims sucked his cock in. Crowley's stomach clenched hotly at the idea. His thighs quivered with the exertion of staying still, of taking just as little as Aziraphale could give him. Aziraphale's strangled moans were a testament to how much he was enjoying this too, that Crowley wasn't alone in this. Aziraphale caressed Crowley's sides, infinitely tender, the brush of warmth on Crowley's skin blotting out all other thoughts. Crowley rolled his hips, loving the exquisite stretch, the way his body felt full and empty at the same time, the whole room swooping around him when he pressed back a bit, just to feel the whole flared head of Aziraphale's cock lodged in his arse. Savoring the sensation of his muscles giving in to each hot, gentle thrust. But it was inevitable, this hungry thing in Crowley, driving him, making all his muscles tense and burn with how his rim was stimulated over and over and over, maddeningly so. It was only the twist and flex of a movement, and Crowley pushed back as Aziraphale rocked forward, and in a blinding, wonderful second, he was full. They groaned as one, Aziraphale moving to clutch at his hips, body curling over his so his stomach brushed his ass, the movement pushing his cock deeper, filling Crowley to the hilt. Crowley could feel it, the way Aziraphale's cock was buried inside him, the heat and pulse of it, making him realize that whatever he had expected to feel in a moment like this, there was no comparison to the reality of how fucking good it was. That's... Aziraphale moaned, deep, unable to stop the grind of his hips. Crowley, I... Don't stop, Crowley sobbed, tipping his head to the side and reaching to grab Aziraphale's hand. Don't stop, don't stop. Aziraphale made a noise in his chest, a rumbling whine that pushed Crowley to breaking. Then Aziraphale moved his hips, the barest rocking back and forth, and Crowley's breath punched out of him. He lost himself to the stretch and pleasure of being well and truly fucked. He could feel Aziraphale's stiff erection dragging inside him, 
a slick pull. Every time Aziraphale moved, it forced a whine from Crowley's throat as his hands fell back down to scrabble at the sheets. Aziraphale huffed out a breath, a mangled moan falling from his mouth. This, oh, this feels amazing, fucking amazing. Fuck me, God, fuck me. And Aziraphale did, pounding into him and grinding his cock deeper, as if to try to make Crowley feel every inch of him with every movement, driving all thoughts from Crowley's head. All thoughts but one. She'll never want you the way I want you. It blared loud once, ripping through that horrid crack inside his chest, before it fell away as Aziraphale wrapped an arm around him, lifting him up onto his knees, hands played on his chest so they were pressed together. Aziraphale pulled him back until Crowley sat in his lap, his thrusts pushing up into Crowley and grazing his prostate, fucking into him so deep that it pushed the breath from him and sent goosebumps across his shoulder blades. Crowley gasped and tipped his head back so their mouths could meet in a sloppy kiss, a messy slide of tongues, an intimate sharing of breath. Like this, every indulgent rock and flex of Aziraphale's hips pushed his cock impossibly deep into Crowley. Every time Aziraphale lifted him and shoved him down, they gasped in unison. Aziraphale's hips snapped against his backside, those soft lips of his kissing Crowley's neck, his shoulder, the heated skin of his back, and Crowley wrapped a hand around himself, the overwhelming sensation bringing him to the edge. Harder, oh, faster, harder, Crowley whined against Aziraphale's mouth. Aziraphale obeyed, pulling out for a moment and forcing a gasp from Crowley's throat. Then he was back on his knees, Aziraphale grabbing his hips, sinking back inside. Crowley's eyes rolled back in his head at the relief of it, and he could barely hold himself up, Aziraphale's hands tight on his waist as he fucked him with abandon, the sound of slapping skin filling the room as Crowley tugged at his erection, full to the brim and closer to falling apart. Crowley... I'm going to... I'm... Aziraphale choked off and, with two erratic thrusts, he came, grinding against Crowley's arse, heaving breaths loud in the room. 
Crowley was still touching himself, and when Aziraphale moved to pull away, he gasped, Don't! Stay! Stay inside me! Please! Aziraphale leaned down and kissed his back, hand joining Crowley's around his erection. Yes, whatever you want, anything. With a garbled cry, Crowley came all over their hands before collapsing against the bed. Aziraphale still didn't pull away as they lay there, but rearranged them onto their sides so he could hold Crowley. A hand on his chest, another curling around the cliff of a hip bone. And a new thought occurred to Crowley, sliding in among the fuzzy feelings of afterglow. This is perfect. Aziraphale slid his hand down over Crowley's stomach and brushed it through the soft trail of hair there. Crowley, he said quietly, the beginning of a conversation, something large looming between them. That was... Good. Crowley rushed to finish the sentence, not wanting to hear what Aziraphale had to say. A harsh emotion began to prick behind his eyes, and he tried to blink it away. It was good. And you learned something, right? Aziraphale's arms tightened around him. I did. He kissed the back of Crowley's neck, nose nudging against the fine hairs of his nape as his fingers stroked down his chest. Thank you, regardless. The gratitude landed bitter in Crowley's stomach. Aziraphale had thanked him before, and it had seemed wrong then. Now it was somehow worse. Shut up, he said. He wanted to sound biting. To end the conversation. It came out choked. Aziraphale hummed as they lay there in the quiet, still gently touching him, moving his hands softly over Crowley's body. Eventually, Aziraphale began to retreat, but that was the last thing Crowley wanted. When Aziraphale pulled away, he didn't know if there would ever be a next time. He wanted this time to last. He grabbed Aziraphale's hand and pushed back against his hips, grinding his buttocks against him. Aziraphale was still inside him, growing harder by the second. He was still full. This was still his. Hot breath flooded over Crowley's neck. Already? Aziraphale asked. If you want to, Crowley breathed, reaching behind him to clutch at Aziraphale's hip and urge him closer.
It was an unquenchable, bone-deep hunger. Crowley turned his head, craning his neck, only to see Aziraphale's wide eyes, liquid blue in the light, before his mouth was captured in another kiss, this one gentle, as Aziraphale brushed their lips together. How was this happening? His chest was collapsing. He couldn't breathe for the want inside him, for the desire to be closer to Aziraphale. He felt Aziraphale's spend running out of him, leaking down his thighs, easing the way in as he fucked him deeper and forced more of it back inside. It was obscene, but felt right, another way of knowing he was his. He was, he was, for this brief, short moment, he was. Tell me, Crowley said, rocking his hips back onto Aziraphale's cock, the filthy squelch of the movement loud in the air, another reminder of how indecent this was. Of how much of Aziraphale Crowley had inside, of how full he was, how owned he felt, with Aziraphale all over. He whined. Tell me how it feels. Aziraphale clutched at the space just below his ribs, white palms warm on his waist. Tight. Hot. His forehead fell to the notch at the top of Crowley's spine as he watched their slow coupling, each thrust lighting up Crowley's body in a slow pulse of pleasure. Good. You feel very good, darling. Crowley's ears began to ring. Darling. He couldn't focus. He couldn't place the sensation flooding his chest, the warmth expanding through that miserable crack inside him. Aziraphale's hand came to wrap around his cock. Can you come for me? He groaned and let Aziraphale take him, pleasuring his body until it crested and he came again, spending over Aziraphale's fist in weak spurts, the last of his energy wrung from him in the moment. Aziraphale found his release then, as he sank his teeth into Crowley's shoulder and came inside him for the second time that night, adding to the mess, and Crowley realized something terrifying. He wanted this. Not for the release. Not for fun or to pass the time. But because it was Aziraphale, he wanted Aziraphale. It was a blindsiding thought that left him reeling. 
They lay together for a few long moments before Aziraphale pulled away to clean up. Crowley clutched at his pillow, breathing hard, vision swimming, the numb edge of the despairing realization sinking into his stomach. When Aziraphale returned to bed, Crowley managed to say, I think I want to sleep alone tonight. Oh. It was a small puff of air. Crowley couldn't bear to look at him, knowing full well what his expression would be. Hurt and surprise. Disappointment, perhaps, too. All right, I'll just... Yes. The door clicked shut behind him, and Crowley lay there, feeling like a fool, his best friend's cum leaking thick and hot out of him, staining his sheets. He was wrong. Surely he was wrong. He'd gotten caught up in the intimacy of penetration and the fact that he missed pegging so much. It wasn't a big deal. It never had been and it wouldn't be this time. He'd never felt the need to stay pressed to the other person. Not even those times when he'd been with a woman pegging him, having sex which this wasn't, was it? If he and Aziraphale did this again, they would just have to return to how things had been before. Just hand jobs. Then he'd see that he was making up feelings inside his head. Then again, maybe he'd never do any of this again and he wouldn't have to worry about it at all. A sickening wave of bitter, dark jealousy curled through him and he tossed Aziraphale's pillow across the room. When had it become Aziraphale's pillow? Pressing his knuckles to his closed eyes. None of it mattered. He'd had a plan, and as long as he followed it, things would go back to normal. He would be fine.